Thanks for joining me this week on the show for a short exploration into the space that we create for ourselves, the space that we hold on the calendar for play, for creativity, for peace, and the occasional struggle that we might be navigating in order to simply do that. Thanks for joining me. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you with me this week for a solo episode where I'm revealing a little bit about myself. Um, Perhaps you might be surprised. If you know me, I don't think you will. But I'd like to share a little bit about um, creating space, making space, taking that time to play that you've probably heard me talk about, and confessing that it is something that I continue to struggle with. So (laughs) glad to have you with me today on the show. And um, I look forward to hearing from you to see if this is something that resonates or if you have tips that I can integrate and that we can share and um, incorporate together in the community. So thanks for joining me. Uh, First, I'd love to confess, I'd love to, well, that's an interesting choice of words. I'm here to confess that I am a chronic over committer. Maybe you can relate. I get excited about new ideas, other people's genius, the potential in new projects. I'm a good supporter. I have said I do great work for other people. It's being my own boss where I tend to struggle. (laughs) And I try to follow through on my commitments, which often then leads people to ask more of me. Some reward, right? Early last year, I did a time audit and discovered how much of my time was going into meetings, networking groups, masterminds, check-in calls, workshops, webinars that held the missing key to my success, which was always at the other side of a sales pitch. Often when I was there in those meetings, on those calls, in those Zoom rooms, I wasn't really there. I was trying to answer some emails, clean up the loose ends on my to-do list, trying to multitask and not taking full advantage being present to the places and the people where I was. So I wasn't doing anyone any favors by showing up, least of all myself. Maybe you can relate. So I started the process of tying up commitments, wrapping up agreements, not renewing programs, and trying to reclaim my time. And I bet you can guess what happened. My time found other places to go. Granted, I went back to work part-time, and so I really traded one part-time job for another. And as many of you listeners know, I myself am not a mama. I'm a stepmom to a beautiful woman who's living in Oregon. So my hat is always off to the parents who fit in caring for their children in the midst of all that life calls on us to do. So while I'm exploring my own musings here, please accept that it might not apply to you yet. 
or it may be more difficult to let these two suggestions come to the front, but maybe it's the least that you deserve, you powerful parents. I know that you will enjoy my upcoming episode with Elizabeth Rhino, who has been that wildly busy mama and now is an advocate who helps moms reconnect with what lights them up. You'll see that one come out in a couple of weeks. But back to making space. It can be a slippery slope, if you will. I was talking with a good friend about getting to a point where there is less demand on my schedule, where I don't feel pulled in so many different directions, where I get to wake up and actually meditate before popping in to my first Zoom meeting, where I can find a weekend morning when I don't need to set an alarm. I've always been the one who dreams of retirement and being the master of my own schedule rather than the sort that I always hear worry what will I do? I know that I will have plenty to do beyond work. <laughs> and my friend said, nope, fat chance. It will be, it still is, always will be a matter of choices. There will always be things that want to demand your time. So waiting until it's your turn isn't going to get you where you want to be. Finding and enjoying that space in your agenda which stung a little bit because I love to encourage you to make space for play, to unplug, to keep white space on your schedule. And at the same time, I struggle to do that myself. So I feel like it's time to acknowledge that. While I talk a big game of relaxation and easy days, I am definitely still in my own learning and relearning stages. So now that I've revealed I'm not so far ahead on the journey, in fact, I'm right here in the rat race with you, what can I offer? Well, I invite you to let me know how it lands for you. Have you gotten a peaceful morning ritual dialed in, whether that is a standard agenda or whether that's kind of the building blocks that you've heard me talk about on different shows with different guests? Do you save your you time for a weekend or a morning? Maybe it's in the car on your way home from work. Let's share ideas here in the video comments. If you're catching this on YouTube, on the website, happifiedlife.com, commenting there on the blog or over in the Facebook group, Live With Less Stress, where I love to invite and keep the conversation going. Let's lend each other a hand as we each keep moving forward on our own paths. I will share some links to conversations that I have had previously on the show and from the archive of my Thriving Life Summit with my friend Mel Mason about making space. Mel is a decluttering maven who grew from her own chaotic, devastating past to a present where she guides others in making space. She calls on that universal law, as within, so without. One of her most powerful practices that she shares with her clients is allowing the now. Something like a meditation that isn't. More like mindfulness. The not so simple act of simply being present to what is. It's amazing how hard we can work, 
how fast we can run to try to outrun ourselves. Outer clutter is a reflection of inner clutter. And I think that a busy schedule is more clutter. It can arise from not honoring ourselves enough to honor our own boundaries, to say, no, I'm guilty of agreeing to things that clog my calendar in order to help, to show up for someone, to be more somehow, sometimes simply to be a good person. Those air quotes again. We still have two months of 2022 to go. But this week, with a new moon and energy pulling me to plan and dream, I've been called back to a book and process created by Danielle Laporte, The Desire Map. I think this idea can be helpful to you too. First, I do recommend the book, which comes with a workbook to lead you through her process. But simply, it inspires you to create aspirations instead of goals, to get clear on how you want to feel before you get granular on what you want to do. The first year of the pandemic, I fell into super clear, specific, measurable goals in a business that I had never been before, creating things that were brand new to me. And as I failed to meet those metrics and goals, I began to lose faith in myself, in my ability to create this thing that I feel so passionately about. And I got lost in what I didn't do instead of celebrating what I actually created, which was a lot. So I invite you to get back in tune with yourself, to rediscover what calls you forward, to put yourself back at the wheel instead of following a map that may not be leading you to where you want to go. The desire map invites you to choose four guiding feelings or emotions that you want to feel in all that you do. When you're faced with a choice, you can ask yourself, does this help me feel more aligned, more connected, more creative, more abundant? What four feelings would land on your list? How do you feel about using a compass that aligns to your heart instead of to your mind? I invite you to try one of these two approaches to begin being present to what you're feeling and experiencing that practice of allowing the now, or by spending some time to get clear on what emotions you would like to feel more of to call you forward as you reclaim your schedule, declutter your to-do list and make some space for the play that I hope you will enjoy. Be sure to let me know how it's going for you. I look forward to hearing from you and I will be sharing my own notes along the way. Thanks for joining me. Take good care of yourself. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. Subscribe on your favorite player to catch the next episode as soon as it's out. Sharing really is caring, so please rate and review the show while you're there. And if you know someone else who would love it, please pass it along. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.